All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Hi, good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 6th of October. Here's everything that you need to know. First, the biggest event today is going to be the outcome of the RBI Monetary Policy Committee's meeting, and that's what will drive sentiment in both the equity and bond markets here. The committee is widely expected to hold rates steady. That's because recent data has suggested that inflation is cooling and economic activity has remained resilient. The thing is, crude prices have been volatile and the spatial distribution of the monsoon left a little to be desired. And that's going to weigh on the minds of the members of the committee. We may also see some measures to address system liquidity, which has remained tight in the recent past. But here too, the general belief is that it is temporary and should ease or reverse once the incremental cash reserve ratio measures end on the 7th of October. Now, I mentioned crude oil prices being a bit of an unknown. Well, the prices slid further overnight with concerns about elevated interest rates and slowing global growth, weighing on demand expectations. And a day before, we saw crude oil prices fall the most in a year. We've moved very quickly from very close to that $100 per barrel mark for Brent crude down to about $84 to the barrel last I checked. I spoke to Peter Maguire of XM Australia yesterday, and he's of the opinion that the broad range for crude will likely be 80 to $100 to the barrel in the foreseeable future, with the OPEC Plus defending the lower end and questions of sluggish demand and also potential incremental shale production capping the upside. Now, equity markets could well see cautious trade, as I mentioned, at the open. Yesterday, you saw some ground being made up uh, for the benchmark index. The Nifty 50 gained over half a percent to end above 19,500. At this juncture, the gift Nifty is indicating a flat start. I'd also watch out for bond yields. The 10-year closed yesterday at 7.21%. Of course, that's a little lower than what it was the previous day at 7.23%, but it has been a little elevated in the recent past. Now, turning to stocks that are likely to see action today. First, State Bank of India chairperson Dinesh Khara has received an extension till August next year. This isn't official. It's source-based and exclusive information that BQ Prime has picked up. If it wasn't for the extension, Khara would have completed his term and retired today. Now, Sun Pharma has signed agreements to acquire minority stakes in Ezerk's Health Tech and Agatsa Software. It will acquire 37.7% stake in uh, Ezerk's for 28.69 crore rupees and 4% approximately in Agatha or, or rather Agatsa uh, for an amount of 4.5 crore rupees. If you weren't aware, and I wasn't, Ezerk's Health Tech engages in the production, marketing, and distribution of non-invasive diagnostic and ancillary medical devices, while Agatsa Software is an early-stage digital diagnostic service or device company. Now, also in the pharma space, Lupin has received tentative approval from the US FDA for Tolvaptin tablets, which will be manufactured at its Nagpur facility. Uh, This tablet has an estimated annual sales 
of $287 million in the U.S. Now, quarterly updates are continuing to come in ahead of the earnings season, and Goldrich Consumer Products said yesterday that it registered a double-digit growth in organic sales in the September quarter. And meanwhile, Adani Wilma has said that its volumes likely grew as much as 11% in the second quarter, driven by stable rural demand. Tata Motors will be in focus with retail sales for Jaguar Land Rover growing 21% year-on-year. The company's order book currently stands at 1.68 lakh units and it expects to become free cash flow positive with $300 million in the second quarter. Now, Bajaj Finance will raise an aggregate of 10,000 crore rupees through a combination of preferential issues and qualified institutional placements. The company's board approved raising 8,800 crore rupees via a QIP, along with uh, the approval to raise 1,200 crore rupees via preferential issue of warrants. Well, finally, you could also look at Interglobe Aviation budget carrier Indigo announced yesterday that it will levy a fuel charge on domestic and international routes starting today in order to offset rising jet fuel prices. It said in a statement that the decision follows the significant increase in aviation turbine fuel prices, which have surged in the last three months, with consecutive price increases every month. The fuel charges will be increased to 1,000 rupees from 300 rupees earlier, depending on the distance. Now, while there could be a lot of stock-specific action, including in the stocks that I've just mentioned, a lot of the trade today could well be sentiment-driven, especially in the first half, with the outcome of the MPC meeting to be announced at 10 a.m. You'll find all of the live action on bqprime.com. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the All You Need to Know podcast. Thanks so much for listening. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend.